I think I think Prima is high out of her mind in this episode. <laughs> oh, so it's it's not just she's that she's like stoned. <laughs> it's milestone week this week on To Kill a Deli Bird. Not only is it episode fifty of the podcast, but we're looking at episode one hundred, our hundredth episode of the Pokemon anime. And boy, is there a lot to talk about today. There's uh, anime boobs and anime boobs and anime boobs and with me to discuss it all is graham as usual graham how you doing well kellen you're the pokemon expert so does that make me the anime booba expert i guess so that is not a title i want though you must bear the burden (laughs) of that title cringe (laughs) Uh, there's been kind of this like meta i guess in like anime content creators where they've just embraced the degeneracy and will like full-on talk about anime booba this anime booba that all you know they'll do episodes about hentai for fuck's sake (laughs) and it's like well on one hand all right that's good you're sexually liberated but on the other someone's gotta talk about it (laughs) the other hand i'm good bro (laughs) But we will be talking about some anime booba today. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go that far. It's taken but, us 50 uh, episodes to get it to is, anime booba. It is booba. very much in the episode, and uh, very prominently in the episode. Oh my and god, so, is uh, it ever. Yeah, yeah, we got to talk about it. So yeah, today we're looking at episode 100, A Way Off, Day Off, and episode 101, The Mandarin Island, Mismatch. These are fine episodes. The Okay. The the episode we're here is for here for is Mandarin Island mismatch. <laughs> yeah, if you want the boobs, in, you gotta it's, wait. It's not bit. in rotation anymore, but not because of the booba. It's because of Jinx. Because <laughs> of Jinx. Yeah, now you gotta go back to an older episode where we've discussed the, the uh, Jinx controversy. But basically, to avoid uh, you know possible discriminatory, I guess images they they don't re-release episodes with the old Jinx design in it. Mm-hmm. So. If you're viewing on Pokemon.com or Netflix or some other release likelihood, this episode isn't in there. But it's weird because it could have been pulled for other reasons. It's just like <laughs> kind of misogynistic. But anyway, well, there there was a uh, a scene that was edited. Yeah, but that's but, about it. You mean there's a scene that got breast reduction surgery? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there is a thumbnail, and and Bulbapedia has a good. A very thorough breakdown of this, where the original version has, like, Ash talking, and in front of him is just Prima's chest, like, on display. (laughs) And then they edited that to, like, have her turned a little. Actually facing Ash, which, you know, makes a little more sense. Yeah. (laughs) It's wild, it's wild. But before we get there, we have to talk about the first episode, which well, is right. about this, as filler as filler gets. This is what I was setting up. Episode 100, right? You, big milestone, like you said. We got miles of stones. And stoned you must be to enjoy mm-hmm. that episode. I think we found it, Kellen. Episode 100 was my least favorite episode <laughs> so far. It is the most filler episode in the last hundred episodes. It's it means so boring. Nothing. It is so boring. When I was done with it, I, I told Shauna, like I told my wife, that was horrible. I just watched a horrible <laughs> episode of Pokemon. The whole thing, we can just recap it right now. It's uh, they go to an island, they eat some fruit. Uh, they're like, hey, there's all of us here. Cool. And that's the episode. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah, that's actually it. But yep. we are going to do a real recap, of course. <sighs> And we will split it open, much like they did the fruit on the island. We will not make sandwiches out of them because fruit doesn't belong in sandwiches. I'm sorry. And we already ate. 
So true. So that's what we're doing. We're lounging around on an island, and then we're we're getting degenerate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, um, well, I mean, we do that every week, but still, different kind of degenerate. I think we usually <laughs> get degenerate with wordplay. Yeah, probably wordplay degens. English major degens. <laughs> no, neither of us are English major. God, no. posers. Shoot me. <laughs> I will, anyways. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's going on, Kellen? Anything interesting this week? Uh, what have I done this week? Not much of anything. I've been watching uh, Squid Game: The Challenge. That's oh, let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you told it's... me about this, right? I don't think so. Oh. No. Did you watch Squid Game? Of course. We have okay, talked good. about Squid Game on the podcast, I think. Yes, but not Squid Game The Challenge. Right. This is the reality show version. Yeah. So, th- like, they, they made it IRL, which, I mean, you can make an argument that kind of flies in the face of the entire point of Squid Game in the mm-hmm. first place, the entire mm-hmm. message. But... Firstly, the creator seem was like fine with it. He was on the set and stuff. Uh, B, they're also they're straight up giving out four and a half million dollars to someone. Wow. So I mean, that's it's whatever. Um, but it's really funny at times because they they gave every player an ink pack to wear, and when they're eliminated from the game, their ink pack goes off like they've oh, so been they have shot. To pretend they've been killed, and they f- they fall over like they <laughs> like they're dead. It's so funny. I oh love it. It's incredible. I was going to ask you if they actually shot the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my third point. They're not actually killing people. So No actual death. Got it. For for a show that had 456 contestants, it's actually very good. Huh. It's very interesting. We meet a lot of people. The storylines are very, very good. And they added uh, bits of social gameplay as well into it, um, basically to replace the parts of Squid Game where they straight up each other yeah gotcha but yeah it's very entertaining it's very i can't believe netflix ripped off mr beast like this (laughs) one part that i realized if you don't want spoilers for squid game the challenge jump ahead a couple minutes but what one part i really liked remember the marbles from squid game marble game uh yeah yeah and how they were like they were like you need to get into teams of two and then they turn it around and be like one of you will die yeah so in squid game the challenge what they did was they had uh, a few players volunteer for a, a chore to do. And if they completed the chore in the allotted time, they would win a treat for the dorm for all the contestants that were remaining. And they did the, the chore. They succeeded. And the reward was a picnic. And they were like, OK, everyone get in pairs of two. Come grab your picnic blanket and your picnic basket and sit down and enjoy your picnic. And as soon as they would said pair off in twos, I was like, oh, no, this is a trap. It's a trap, everybody. <laughs> Definitely. And so they sat down on their picnic blankets. And uh, one of the guys opened up the false bottom of their picnic basket, and boom, right in there, packet of marbles. Wow. And then it they was had great. to do the thing. Yeah. And then one of the pairs that was still remaining was uh, a mother and son, so they had to eliminate each other. <laughs> it was sweet. It was no, so good. Nothing better than turning a mother and son against each other, mm-hmm. right, Caleb? It's wonderful. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, that's what I've been doing this week. That's cool. Uh, you want to get into it? You want to yeah, get into the me- weird, get into the wacky? Give me your weird fucking list that you're doing. All right. So we were talking about the Mandarin Island mismatch. And the whole thing is if you look up the thumbnail of this item, go on Bulbapedia, check the thumbnail. It's got just gratuitous misogynistic <laughs> character design going on. It's little Ash standing next to giant cleavage. And mm. and we will refer to this phenomenon anime of like really over sexing female characters as anime booba. Now that is a technical <laughs> term, anime booba. Got it? 
Got it, yeah, folks? Scientific. Booba yeah. booba. So if we can have <laughs> anime booba in our children's shows, uh, where else can we have it? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to list off the top 10 most inappropriate places to encounter anime booba. You ready? I'm sure. Number 10, the vet office. <laughs> Walk in. You've got your cat there. Oh, my God. My cat has what? It's going to cost me how much? On the wall. Anime booba. <laughs> Does that make the situation better or worse? I don't know. <laughs> Might soften the blow. <laughs> oh, maybe. Number nine, in-flight safety guides. You know, in an airplane, you get those little instruction manuals, but what if they were all boobed up? <laughs> I don't like this list. Would that list. be disturbing? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would just feel uncomfortable. Yeah, number eight. It's kind of like you, watching a, a movie on a plane, and then suddenly there's a sex scene. And, like, yeah. You fall in there, and you're like, oh, God. I'm not watching this. Oh, you're God, watching this. I'm not. Weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> number eight, your grandparents' funeral. Oh, no. Oh, who invited the black sheep cousins? Come on. <laughs> what are you doing? You're ruining everything. Cover up your hentai shirt. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Grandpa would have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number seven, a religious studies textbook. <laughs> You're in your Christian ethics classroom. You open it up to learn about the parable of Jesus and the fish and bread and stuff. And boom, Jesus has giant anime <laughs> booba. <laughs> what if what if anime is my religion? <laughs> Very nice. Was that a comic book guy impression? Not really. Just kind of a neckbeard type of thing. Just general. Just general, general degeneracy. Well, number six. And this Worst is the list ever. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> number <laughs> six. This one is a little bit philosophically haunting to me. The waiting room of a plastic surgeon's office. <laughs> that's just that's just before and after. That's what I mean. <laughs> Do you think there's people that are like, make me look like, <laughs> like uh, prima of the elite four? <laughs> Please. Number five. Number five. School specifically during a test. This was <laughs> this was Shauna's. I don't know why. <laughs> during a test makes it worse. But I think there's something about like your head down, you're touching the numbers, and you look up, and there's like a poster on the wall, Boom. and you're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what? Oh, what it's two. F- That's what they answered. <laughs> uh, pi r squared, circumference of a circle. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four. A Trump 2024 election campaign poster. Well, that might get him more voters. It's Trump himself. He's got the huge naturals animated. I, I said what I said. <laughs> and I believe what you said. <laughs> Number three, Girl Guides cookie boxes. This was also <laughs> no, Shauna's. don't do that. This oh. was Shauna's. You can blame her. She told me that I needed to cite her for the brilliance, but... <laughs> <laughs> This is just extra generosity, I think. I think also, do they have I, girl guides in the states? They might call them scouts down um, there. Yeah, girl scouts is like the more known known term. Ah, okay, got but it. also, yes, if I were you, I would also pass the credit off or pass the blame off for that. It one. was the cat. That was bad. <laughs> yeah, the, the cat farted. Okay, number two, a children's hospital fundraiser. No, keep it away from the kids. <laughs> Jesus, we're reviewing Christ. a kid's cartoon, Kelly. <laughs> They started it. <laughs> that right. doesn't make it right. I am going to keep it far away from the kids for number one. You ready? Good. 
What is it? Your dad's computer desktop. Aw, no. <laughs> Most awkward place to run into it. <laughs> oh, God, Dad, you're a... Not only are you kind of gross, but you're a weeb? This is how I find <laughs> out? <laughs> my life is ruined. Uh, not what have I been poured into? <laughs> okay. Ah, there um, you go. So you can we move on from that? comfortable next? Uh, yeah, let's... Yeah, uh, we can move on. Yeah, we'll get back to that in about 30 minutes. Yes, but we so. <laughs> are going to take a relaxing trip in episode 100, A Way Off Day Off. Uh, we're on the sea, on Lapras, everyone is bored as fuck. And Sad. Ash is hungry, as as normal. He's hungry because he's been thinking about eating all day. All day long. Which who doesn't? Let's be real. Yep. So Pikachu, Pikachu is the one that sees an island on the horizon this time. Good eyes. Orange Island's tradition. What are your oh my Pikachu God, eyes see, Pikachu? So they're off to that island, but uh-oh, what's right behind them? It's Jigglypuff. Of course. Of course, Jigglypuff. Gotta set it up. I think, I feel like they do that sometimes not even knowing if they'll use her. <laughs> they're like, mm-hmm. just in case, just in case we need her. You throw her in the, throw her in the beginning scene. If we don't, you need her, then whatever. It's nothing. Then whatever. Yeah. So on the island, I don't believe we ever get a name for this island. Uh, I'm just going to call it Citrus Island because that's what all of them are named after. So on Citrus Island, Pikachu and Togepi, they run off to play. It's very cute. The island seems devoid of any humans. Yeah, completely empty. They're just letting all their Pokemon out. Uh, Goldie and Staryu, Lapras go off in the water. Having fun with Lapras, yep. And then Ash gets hit by a meteor. <laughs> he thinks it's a meteor. But it's a seed. It's like a fruit seed. Yeah, and they, then he invents the theory of gravity. Yeah, he's uh, Ash Ketchum Newton. He uh, ran into the, the fucking church or something and dropped a broom. Is that what Newton did? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I don't know that, that one. I, I think I hit with an apple, and that's how he invented yeah. uh, the gravity. I, I know, like, well, fuck, what's his name? Diogenes Diogenes ran in with a chicken and was like, behold, a man. I know that one. I don't know that one. Because people were were like, uh, a human is a featherless biped. Uh, Any featherless biped is a human. So he ran in with a a plucked chicken. He was like, behold, a man. (laughs) And they're like, you know that. You knew what we meant, Diogenes. (laughs) (laughs) How do you not know that one? That was classic. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, the uh, he gets hit by that seed, whatever. Uh, it was dropped by a far-fetched. All and, right, uh, so we've seen far-fetched before. Duck. He is a duck with a leak. Onion duck. Yeah, amazing. Amazing uh, Ash Dex is it again, even though he's already seen it. But uh, in fairness, it was far away. And he was like, is that what I think it is? And he texts <laughs> it and it's like, this is a far-fetched. Is it's that like, a yeah. butter for you? <laughs> so I'll let, it, I'll let that one slide. Uh, and then a whole flock flies off. And these far-fetched will have absolutely no bearing on this episode until the very end. It's in, in in which time they have an amazing moment. It is pretty great, but it still has no bearing on anything. So uh, Pikachu and Togepi have found a bunch of these yellow pears with some brown spots, some fruit. And there's fruit all over the place, but the pears are disgustingly sour. Yeah, and Tracy's really smug here. He's like... You don't know which ones are ripe, you, you dorks. Idiots. <laughs> Fucking the darker dunces. ones taste great. And yes, Christ. they do. So the light ones, sour and awful. The darker ones, tasty sweet. And the far-fetched must come here to eat. And Missy's like, Ash can try them. That's fine. Ash can can eat the, well, he's the, the, hungry the one. other ones. Yeah. And they decide to spend the day on this island and give the Pokemon... Uh- and themselves a little break. And that's the crux of the plot. That's the whole <laughs> fucking episode. 
So even Charizard gets to come out. Yeah, they let all the Pokemon out. Charizard and Snorlax are immediately asleep. Nap buddies, love it. Yeah. Uh, Psyduck is already out. He didn't wait for Misty to send him out. He's like, vacation? Fuck yeah. (laughs) Something happening? Something not happening? I don't care. I'm Psyduck. <laughs> uh Scyther is super amped and ready to go. This is like the first time most of the Pokemon are meeting Scyther. And they're, they're kind of sc- he's kind of scaring them. Yeah. <laughs> he's like very brash and seems ready to fight at all times. They're like, really, Ash? This motherfucker has sword arms. <laughs> you want us to going hang out with someone with sword arms? And Ash is like, he's nice, trust me. Togepi, though, will be his friend. This is so cute. Yeah, this is one of those like Kids have the least biases kind of thing, eh? Complete innocence, yeah. Yeah. Togepi, like, runs up to Scyther and starts, like, patting him on the foot. It's super cute. And, to- and that-, that makes the others realize, okay, maybe Scyther's okay, not trying to kill yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. But Ash is like, Charizard, come say hi to Scyther. Charizard won't. He's like, this is, you're being very rude, Charizard. This is bad manners. Come say hi to our new friend. He doesn't. He gets burnt. <laughs> yeah. So Charizard loves to just scorch Ash's faces off. We do not know how Ash gets a new face every time, but it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, the plastic surgery on Citrus Island is remarkably fast. <laughs> on the abandoned island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's totally a Pokemon plot. They arrive on an abandoned island, and they search around, and someone gets really fucked up. And on the back of the island, they discover Doctor of Face Wizards Plastic Surgery. And they get their face fixed. That's that's a fucking Pokemon plot. I just wrote one for you there. Oh, and, and even better. There was an ancient prophecy that yes. someone would lose their face yes. and then get it fixed. <laughs> the prophe- that, That's why the plastic surgeon is set up there. Because the He's prophecy been waiting told him, for all it's of this time. island. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, then Ash's face gets fixed and the professor gets raptured. <laughs> and Team Rocket tries to steal the face-creating equipment to do a scheme where they're going to pretend to be Giovanni and get money. <laughs> but it all blows up. They go blasting off again. It's the easiest easiest Pokemon plot we've ever written. Oh. Maybe they should hire us. Please Okay, us. So where were we? Where were we? Well, Charizard okay, so and the, fire. The, the fire yeah. were lighting up the Ash Face barbecue. And uh, the thing is, the flame almost that's going towards Ash almost hits Scyther. And <gasps> Scyther doesn't have the same face regeneration, I guess. No. Because he's a little pissed off. And this kind of carries throughout the episode. Is Charizard and Scyther now are just like eyeing each other up. Right? Like, they're, they're just tense. ready to fuck each other up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, they're the two biggest bros in the bar, right? They've sized each other up right away. They're ready to step outside at any moment. This town ain't big enough for the two of us. Oh my God, that's exactly what Charizard says. (laughs) (laughs) So meanwhile, Team Rocket are chilling on the beach. They're taking yeah, a day off. they're on the same abandoned <laughs> island. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And they're, they're not even going to think about work. Not even nope, going to think about stealing Pokemon. And Meowth is too, but he's a little sad. He says, too bad fur don't tan. <laughs> oh, yeah, poor Meowth. And they're not going to think about work or anything until Togepi and Meryl swim by. This is also super cute. Togepi is playing with Meryl's tail and it's like keeping her buoyant. So adorable. I love yeah, it. and they don't notice Team Rocket. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Even though Meryl has super hearing. They, this makes them realize, okay, well, the Torps on this island, back to work. They're back in their Team Rocket outfits. Fine on the gang, mm-hmm. of course. James still wants to relax, though. He's upset that they're back to work. But But if they bring all these Pokemon to the boss, then they'll be clear to take a real vacation. As if 
this plan was ever going to fucking work. Yeah, well, they're saying they'll get a real vacation when the boss forgets about their debt, which is like, okay, whatever <laughs> happened was never a real vacation, I guess. It's, they they called in sick and they weren't actually sick. Yeah, yeah, they called in sick to, to screwing up. <laughs> and then they yeah. decided, no, we need to screw up. You know what? Kids at home are depending on us to screw up in <laughs> hilarious ways. Meanwhile, the gang is harvesting some fruit, but Snorlax is out. Snorlax is awake. He's ready to eat, but Scyther defending the pile. And uh, and then from the fruit pile, boom, boom, it's Jigglypuff. She's just here. <laughs> Bursts out of the fruit, puts the gang Sings, asleep. sleep, marker. And when they wake up, they're all like, maybe we should just like let Snorlax sleep, right? It's a little wink, bit wink. easier that way. So we'll she said she was getting more dollar food. fruit. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, all the Pokemon enjoy their little fruit platters. Tracy made sandwiches out of the fruit. And Missy's like, where's the baloney? Where's the Swiss cheese? Where's the peanut butter? <laughs> Tracy's like, well, Misty, Swiss cheese and bologna don't grow naturally in the wild. And Ash ate all the peanut butter last week. It Ash. is. It is. He does conveniently not say those don't grow on trees yeah. so that we can't be like, well, actually, actually. peanuts <laughs> grow on trees. <laughs> Yeah, no, Ash just ate all the peanut butter. Uh, I mean, I'm same. I would eat all the peanut butter. Peanut butter is delicious. So. Oh, yeah, peanut butter is great. So these uh, fruit sandwiches, though, in Japan, in the at the convenience stores, well, like, they're not common. Of course, like, the main things are, like, rice and noodle dishes and stuff like that. But they do have fruit sandwiches there. So they're this, like, kind of plain white bread, and they'll have, like, strawberry and kiwi, for example, in them with, like, cream. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty uh, open-minded with food, but I don't not get the fruit sandwich. Thing. Don't don't be putting fruit on my bread. That's Just not eat the okay. fruit and eat the bread. <laughs> don't yeah. mix them together. Like if you're gonna make if you're gonna have fruit and you're gonna have bread, just like make a, a different sandwich and then have the fruit as a side. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, just toast and fruit I'd rather have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Or or Make uh make the fruit into jelly or jam. Do well, that. That would work. Yeah. That's a fruit sandwich. Just put some jelly on some bread. Technically, <laughs> technically. Technically. Either way, uh, Snorlax is awake now, mm -hmm. and, and that's uh, the real threat. <laughs> this is this was funny because uh Misty's like be, being like, oh, I didn't, I don't, I, I want baloney. I've never had a fruit sandwich before. And Ash and Tracy are like, oh, and you think they're like shocked like about all that hurt. You've yeah. never had a fruit sandwich. But it's like, Snorlax. what's that, guys? But no, it's Snor yeah, it's Snorlax. Right behind her. Who's uh, stealthily sneaking to snatch up the sandwiches. Oh, excellent Team Rocket at like alliteration. I'm the Team Rocket of this podcast. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, what am I then? The heroes. Oh, Catch the Pokemon. I don't know if that's a good keep thing. Keep us going on the adventure. You like yeah. Pokemon. I'm just a loud, crazy imbecile who can make <laughs> words sound like other words. <laughs> well, we got to continue with this adventure, as as boring as it may be. Uh, Snorlax eats all the sandwiches. Yeah, that's all right. He eats all he eats all the sandwiches. Uh oh, how could you, Snorlax? And then, uh, <laughs> well, Misty is glad that he at least ate less than usual, but it's mm -hmm. still a it's still a <laughs> lot. 
This is where, where Tracy actually gives us some insight to a question we had was apparently he does eat less when he's in the Pokeball. So Pokeballs do put them into some kind of caloric stasis, possibly, which which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, he's like he spends he uses less energy while he's inside the Pokeball. But it's like, how much energy does Snorlax use in the first place? He sleeps and eats. That's it. It's just like maintaining that mass. <laughs> yeah. Something about <laughs> it takes a, an insane amount of energy. Ash, though, is trying to claim that it's not the Pokeball. It's his talent as a trainer. And Misty's like, well, but you haven't trained Snorlax. <laughs> like, you, like, just got him. I haven't seen Snorlax trained at all. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't jump through hoops. He doesn't do hopscotch. He doesn't do <laughs> jumping jacks. What do you even do with a man? No tight ropes or trapeze. Snorlax on a trapeze. I'd love to see that. That'd be great. That'd a be Snorlax fun. circus. Oh, Yes, please. But they can't serve snacks there. <laughs> just eat them all. <laughs> can't have popcorn at the Snorlax Circus. All the all the peanut packages are just empty. <laughs> just decimated. <laughs> Snorlax Circus is going on the fan art list. I love that idea. I want to see that. So they're washing dishes in the river. Uh, as Snorlax sleeps, he ate everything. He's not doing anything. It's uh, uh not very not very polite of you, Snorlax. You're not even gonna help with the dishes. You didn't even help with the preparation. You just ate. You're taking it all for granted. Totally. Uh, and then we look at uh, Meryl and Togepi, who are getting along real well. It's very cute. They're playing. Like Meryl's letting Togepi use her tail as a, a toy. Very adorable. And then there's Scyther and Charizard, who are like Scyther is like goading Charizard on. Kind They're of still so inch. intense. Yeah. Charizard is like down. just laying down. He's like nah. Nah, and so Scyther's gonna, doing like do karate in the pond. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like kind of screaming like Scyther. Scyther. Well, he does Scyther. his exercises. And you can tell he's like doing it for Charizard. He's like, check out mm-hmm. my sweet moves. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, nighttime, everyone's asleep except oh, for Sorry, one, for one other sentence. Sweet sentence. Uh, Ash says, I hope Scyther will cut it out and Charizard will keep its cool. Hey, oh. So uh, at night, everyone's asleep except for Ash. He's not in uh, his sleeping bag. Pikachu wakes up. Don't be like, oh, oh my God, where's Ash? And we go to Ash. He's uh, pondering the GS ball, uh, looking up at the sky, whatever. Bonds over his badges, him and Pikachu's stargaze. It's pretty cute. And then we flash back uh, to the past gym battles because in this horrible filler of an episode, they they couldn't fill an extra 90 seconds. <laughs> yeah, like, how to make this bottle episode even worse? <laughs> also make it a flashback episode. Hey, they. <laughs> well, no, There's just fine. nothing to it. talk about in this episode. We've got We're nothing. talking. We are talking. Uh, barely. Words coming out. Then uh, there's a shooting star. I don't know what the symbolism is in there, and I didn't really care to think about it. Uh, Tracy starts sleep talking about the legendary birds. That's pretty <laughs> about funny. sketching them. Yeah, he's I like, like that. oh, Moltres, pose for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Articuno, you're such a bad boy. <laughs> oh, Zapdos. Don't, mm, he's electrifyingly sexy. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh titillating. <laughs> <laughs> So, and then a, a sparkly dust falls from the air, puts everyone back to sleep. Misty like woke up. He was like, Tracy, what the fuck are you talking about? And they go back to sleep. Uh, yeah, and uh, except Charizard and Scyther, who are off to the side, sleeping in their own sections, because of course they are. We look back. It's a uh, victory bells, sleep powder. Team Rocket is watching them from above a cliff. Uh Oh, and then uh, James, James says him and victory bell are a, a knockout combination. 
And did you notice, which is a good pun, and did you notice this, James's nose gets, like, really big in this moment. Right. Bulbapedia points this out. It was as, so weird. Oh, there's a point to it, but it's it's uh, it doesn't translate well into, like, Western, in kind of Western mythological lore. <laughs> the growing nose would be when you're lying, right? Mm-hmm. This is saying it's because he's being arrogant, which is a trait of the ah. Tengu. And a Tengu has like a long nose, but it's like, uh, I don't know exactly how to describe a Tengu, but it's like a mythological creature. They like live in the mountains and they control wind and stuff like that. And they have long noses. Yeah, I just thought whoever drew this frame's uh, finger slipped. No, it's intentional. It's actually intentional. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was like his his nose is growing like he's arrogant. It's just like, okay, yeah, yeah. that's not really a commonly known thing. Like for mm-hmm. a Western audience, you'd make their nose grow if they were lying, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that does not translate very well. Uh, but whatever it is, whatever. So uh, Victory Bell eats James, or James and then uh, Jesse uses their multi-purpose rocket launcher. They pull this thing out for everything. So handy. They launch out like a bunch of little suction cups. Yeah, on a multi plunger. Yeah, and it's they stick to all the Pokemon with incredible aim. Honestly, it's very impressive. Yeah, that they're, they're like able to do that. Heat seeking or something. Yeah, and they start to reel them in. This suction cup like works well for like Squirtle or Bulbasaur it's got the little or guys. Light. Yeah, but they try they try to reel in a like nine hundred pound <laughs> Snorlax. And I think this thing is certified for like fifty pounds per plunger. <laughs> it's like a one inch. Uh, in diameter suction cup. It's tiny. Mm-hmm. Also, 1,000 pounds. One, 1014 well, it's just, is how Let's say that this sunk, suction weighs. suctions really well. It's more about the uh, tensile strength of the cord and the torque coming from the part that winds it up. And Snorlax is a little heavy for that. Uh, but it was still a dumb idea. And then Slyther slashes the rope. Uh-oh. And then he and Charizard scream into the night. <laughs> for like 30 seconds. Right. And I, if you want to check, I believe I posted that screen cap on our Twitter this week. Yeah. <laughs> this is glorious. It's just so drawn out. There's so many drawn out moments in this episode. They, they had nothing. They but it's nothing. kind of hilarious that they just it scream. It is so funny. Because <laughs> it's like all of the angst of the episode, all of them staring each other down has just led them up to the them letting out this like ejaculatory scream. <laughs> it's all pent up, yeah. It's just pent up. Uh, but that wakes everybody up. It makes Ash be like, oh, what the fuck's going on over there? And he runs back. Uh, Jesse then latches a tree with the claw and they start ziplining in while doing the motto. It's that was so pretty mul- cool. So multi-purpose, like you said. Now the the like chant itself is going normal until Jesse and James hit the tree. Whap! <laughs> team Team Lockett blast off at the lead of Spite tonight. Surrender now or prepare to surrender now. Surrender now. And then Meowth comes going in. Meowth, say the motto right. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was great. That was the best Very moment good. of the Very episode. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's fight time. Uh, Arbok yeah, amusing goes, versus didn't mean all the to wake them all. Now we got to take them all. Hey, oh. So, smoke screen from Weezing, of course. Scyther does his sword stance, blows it away again, which is not really how it's supposed to work, but whatever. It's physics. He did the last episode, too. Yeah. Uh, it blows Weezing back into Arbok, apparently. It's so, so strong. Uh, Scyther's pooped, though, after this. You can get one move off, and he's like, I'm done. I'm, I need to take a nap. Uh, so, Bulbasaur, Vine Whips. Squirtle, water guns, it smacks them into Jesse and James, and then Thundershock 
fries him, and then they go for a team tackle when Charizard oh, steps in. And He's he like, torches them. I want a piece, baby. Yeah, Scyther skull bashes, boom, boom, they go blasting off again. That's Team Rocket for you. Yeah, and the Pokemon now are all just nodding in respect. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, Scyther's nodding, Charizard's nodding, like, oh, we did it, boys. They're just, like, staring each other down. It's like Charizard and the Magmar. Charizard's finding, like, opponents he actually respects for once. Right, and we almost wonder for a second, are they going to fight? But no, that's not what's going or on here. are they going to kiss? <laughs> it is a little bit like the sexual tension at the beginning of a boxing match, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for the fighters who are staring each other down. And it's like, it's just passion, man. <laughs> is it romantic <laughs> or violent? Who, who's to say? So then they walk away from each other. They're not going to fight or make out or anything, unfortunately. Uh, and Tracy's like, I think they Scy- respect Scyther each other. Scyther Charizard making out fan art. That's better no, than please, the no. Sarlacc Circus. <laughs> okay, but if you're going to do that, it needs to be a gif that uh, imitates that Mario Sonic The Mario Sonic gif. one? Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Has to be. And, and several frames of it should be put in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> With the Mario Sonic gif. That, yeah. that should go in a museum, too. That's art. It Beautiful. is art. Uh, okay, uh, in the morning, they're back off on the sea on Lapras. They're heading off to their next adventure. There's nothing else there. Uh, we go to Team Rocket, who are in the middle of nowhere, and they landed on some random small island. Uh, James is like, hey, we should enjoy it. We don't, we don't have to work. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> this sucks. Uh, and then suddenly, boom, Farfetch'd comes back. Woo. <laughs> and that's from the old setup. Yeah, and the old, the whole flock is there, and, uh, it's like, maybe they just want to play. And James is like, that's far-fetched. <laughs> and James's pun is so bad that the far-fetched proceed to beat them beat with their on. onions. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's give them the old onion smack, boys. Oh, and that's the episode. That, that, was... would, that would be my superpower, beating hey, people hey. with onions. If I was a superhero, I'd be that's, like an uh, onion fighter. <laughs> that's a waste of a superpower. Oh, it'd be so fun. Onions are life. That that was the episode, if you can really even call it an episode. Yeah, so it was <laughs> literary <something>. hour. Uh, <laughs> What's a book that has absolutely no meaning? I don't know about no meaning, but there are books where not a lot happens. That's mm-hmm. actually not that weird. So there's like, in a lot of shows, there's like slice of life episodes that are more about something mundane. And they kind of have that feel because like, I can see the appeal of this episode being that sometimes it's nice to just take a break and like hang out with characters mm-hmm. that you like and i think yeah. that's what this episode's kind of going for it's sort of a beach episode but it's not really because it doesn't have a lot of the beach tropes of a beach episode but it kind of gives us that same breather feel there's some classic literature that's all around a vacation so the sun also rises by ernest hemingway it's all about a group of adults going on vacation in spain they watch the uh, for the running of the bulls of course there's a lot of drama that kind of underpins it for movies that kind of in that same vein spider-man far from home is all about them going on a vacation and it kind of feels like this palate cleanser after avengers endgame which is like was like you know a big thing and then spider-man far from home is kind of like oh let's go on a vacation that was kind of like the same feel uh and then for more classic literature we've got james joyce's ulysses which is I, I haven't read. Uh, I really should at some point. But every sort of uh, section of it is done in a different style. And it's kind of known for not being very plot heavy. Like it's not about it's not about where it's going. It's about the journey. And it sort of slices, oh, yes, of, slice of life as heck, I'm told. It's all about the journey, not the destination. It's all about the shitty episodes along the way. 
It's all about the fruit sandwiches and not the yeah. peanut butter ones. Well, shall Sag. we rate it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's pull. Let's pull these I'm... balls so that we don't have to do the crime of rating it ourselves. I'm conflicted if I want this episode to score really low because it was boring or really high because that would be really fucking funny. I think it'd be funny. Let's let's go. I'm cheering for it. Let's see. All right. Well, uh, uh, category number one will be Team Rocket Motto. That's a good one. Oh, that was actually good. Does that yeah. actually do well? Because the whole tree thing, and then James is like, surrender, surrender, surrender. And just, yeah, it was it's, a it's, good it's moment. Above, it's above average. Uh, Definitely above average. I'm going with a uh, seven. It made me laugh. I'm going to do, I'm going to say, I'm going to go the the IGN Omega Ruby off of Sapphire. 7.8. <laughs> too much water? Not for too much water, <laughs> but just because it was good. What, was that the infamous too much water review? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> All right, that's a 7.4 for, Ooh, nice for Team Rocket Motto. It's actually sitting second, good. Sitting second healthy. category will be not how the game works. <laughs> Nothing happens. Nothing happens. <laughs> and stuff happens in the game. Therefore, <laughs> <laughs> this actually does well in the category. Uh, let's take a look through my actual notes. Jigglypuff puts people to sleep. Pokemon play. Uh, far-fetched. There's a far-fetched. Uh, in the game, you only get one far-fetched. <laughs> that would kind of um, you don't eat fruit in the game. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> I'm really, I'm pulling for things here. I'm telling uh, you, I'm convinced by the argument that things happen in the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a terrible argument. At least the early games do not have places where you just chill with your Pokemon. That is yeah. something they added in like Sword and Shield, right? Yeah, where you could do like You can uh, just like camping. eat curry with your Pokemon. Yeah. And then the sheeps scream when they realize what the curry's made out of. <laughs> It was Wooloo all along. Uh, did, uh, fucking sandwiches, Snorlax. You don't have to feed your Pokemon in the games. That's true. That's true. Um, uh, you can make an argument that, like, Charizard should respect Ash. He has the badges. Oh, so it's got the badges by now. Yeah. Sword Stance doesn't, uh, get rid of. Oh, that's uh, like, true. Smoke screen or something. That's I like something. these straws we're grasping for. Uh, I'll grasp for as many as I can. Team tackle's not a thing. It's just tackle. Okay, how Come many on, have Ash. you named? Like five? There's a few, but a couple of them are absolutely nothing. Right, so they're weak. So, okay, and then normalizing it. Okay, carry the one. Um, Divide by zero. Mm. No, that, that makes it all implode. What are you doing, Kelly? <laughs> You've created a mathematical disaster. Oh, the spreadsheet's blown Only up. Only Mew Shit. 3 can bring it back. <laughs> Pray to me. Oh, he did it. Oh, what's this? 7.273. No, 7.273. Is, <laughs> is that your rating? That's what I'm going with. I summoned Mew3, and he told me to give it a 7.273. 273. I was not going to go nearly that high. I was I was thinking like five. Well, we went on a journey, and that's where it led me. <laughs> All right. Well, for that is a 6.1365 for not how the game works with the 7.4. <laughs> Beautiful. That is a 6.76825 for a way off day off. Wow. Very digitally precise. Nice. Yeah. All right, let's get into uh, an actually decent episode, anime booba aside. It's uh, episode 101, The Mandarin Island, Mismatch. Not mismatch, mismatch, M-I-S-S, match. And in Japanese, honkers gone bonkers. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Kana of the Big Four, Ice Battle, 
two exclamation exclamation marks. marks. You know, that's how you know it's good. Oh, so baby. So we're starting this episode already ashore. We're already on an island. Wow, that's neat. we're not on on the sea. <laughs> Way to mix things up, Orange Island. Wow. So uh, Ash is fighting people. He's been battling people all over the island. Yeah, the episode opens up with bloodshed. We are mid-war yep. as Ash is on a killing rampage. Bulbasaur yep. razor leaves a butterfree to pieces. Which is quad-resisted, but okay, whatever. <laughs> I... It's a really weak butterfree. It is a bad matchup for, for Bulbasaur. <laughs> Supposed to be, but whatever. Right. Hey, remember that? For uh, That's not how the game works. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's been battling since they got on the island. He's he's won every every single fight since he's been on the island. All three of them. He's on a three winning streak. Not bad, Ash. Not bad. Yeah, and he's like, I'm unstoppable. I'm invincible, and I'm hungry. <laughs> arrogant and unnourished. Yep, very uh, pretty much as arrogant as Ash gets. We get one of those good reactions from uh, Misty and Tracy here, just like a wah wah. They fall over. Beautiful. <laughs> they do the thing. It's wonderful. So they eat, they have food, and Tracy runs in. He's like, I've solved the mystery. <laughs> Straight up detective moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually a detective. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what mystery? He's like, why everybody wants to battle on this island? He, there's a lecture and battle demonstration by Prima. And Missy's like, <gasps> her eyes Prima? sparkle. Like there's like heart shooting out. Wow. She's fangirling. Jeez. Freaking the fuck out. Because this Prima apparently uses water Pokemon. And she's Misty's hero. Ooh. And then from behind them, you hear, I'm a hero, am I? Very <laughs> sultry. Yeah. yeah, She's right behind you, Misty. And she's hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Anime boobs and all. Um, this yeah, it, it, very gratuitous. I, okay, I want to talk about this, uh, the character. And not about the boobs, but just about <laughs> Prima. Prima. So... They, they've changed a number of things here, right? This yes. is more or less supposed to be, from the video games, a member of the Elite Four named Lorelai. Is that correct? Yes. This is Lorelai. This is Lorelai. Her name is Kana in the Japanese in both game and anime. For some reason, they have named her Prima here. No idea. I looked into it, and there are not good explanations. There nope. are... Random people on Reddit who very confidently claim that it has to do with matching the lip flaps um, between the two-syllable Kana to the three-syllable Lorelai. But there are Dumb. plenty of names where yeah. they don't care about the lip flaps. So like that doesn't make any sense. Or sometimes they'll like say a sentence really fast to get in yeah. like in the time yeah. of, uh, of the character moving their mouth. So that makes no sense. It's stupid. It's just dumb. And they shouldn't have done it because this is fucking Lorelai. We know this is Lorelai. Yeah, and all it does is kind of confuse kids. So this would yeah. be the next point I want to bring up. I do actually remember this episode as a kid. Whoa! And I, I know, weird, right? I, I, but I, why I remember it is the name Prima actually stuck in my head. And it stuck in my head because do you remember... The shitty strategy guides? The strategy guides, yes. Yeah, so there was a company back in the day that made strategy guides called Prima Games. And uh, me being like maybe 10 years old when this episode came out, I, I heard the name, saw the guides because I had Pokemon strategy guides and thought that that was Prima. Like for like several years, I thought maybe <laughs> I thought that that was the Prima who made the strategy guides. <laughs> like I did not understand why they why they had the same name. Oh, these are Prima strategy guides. Okay, like she gives lectures on an island. Incredible. She must write the guides. <laughs> that's, that's some brilliant logic. 
from it's, it's seven-year-old Graham. Ten. I would have been ten-year-old ten. Graham. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's great. <laughs> it's weirdly coherent, isn't it? <laughs> Strangely, it's like but that also makes not sense, at all, and it shouldn't. Well, it, yeah. it, it wouldn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You're right. It doesn't. No. <laughs> but within that narrow sort but of, I can world see view. where how you got there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and the third thing I wanted to ask you about her is Misty's like losing her shit because she's a hero, a, a water trainer. She's an ice <clears throat> trainer, right? Yep. Her correct. theme is actually ice in the games. Yep. And the Japanese title says ice battle. Mm-hmm. And in the yep. episode, she's using ice attacks predominantly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so why yep. does Misty think she's a water trainer? Because they didn't know what they were doing. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> in fairness, her red and blue team, she has four water type Pokemon. Okay. But three of them are also part ice. The other one is Slowbro. Okay, so the theme's supposed to be ice, but like she does have a lot of water Pokemon. So Misty, like, she's not exactly wrong, even though she's not mm-hmm. exactly right either. The only Pokemon of hers from the game we don't see in this episode is Lapras. She has Slowbro, Dugong, Cloyster, mm. and Jinx, and we see all those. Well, Lapras is, actually, is like cool. her strongest okay. in the game, isn't isn't it? Uh looking at it, uh, yes, tied level wise, tied with Jinx. Oh, okay, the Jinx, right? So they're both, uh, they're both. But yeah, I, I mean, all of the Elite Four are like kind of type specialties, yeah, and like kind quasi. of not. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Bruno's a fighting type trainer, but he also has two Onyx. Agatha's right. the ghost trainer, but there's only one ghost line, so she also has Arbok and Golbat, so she's more of a poison-type trainer. <laughs> she's, uh, a, she's actually just, like, creepy, spooky trainer. <laughs> yeah. And then Lance is a, a dragon tamer, but there's only, again, there's only, only one, one dragon, line of yeah. dragons, so he also has Gyarados and Aerodactyl, right. or Charizard in um, in Johto. Ah. Gen 1 had some type issues, <laughs> a They're lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah so, so that's, that's Prima. Yeah, Lorelai. <laughs> yeah, Lorelai. I'm horrible, annoying. Right. So she had just walked up. I'm a hero, am I? And and the gang is hero, is gushing, right? Like Misty's like, oh my god, she's here. Tracy wants to sketch. Ash is choking on his food. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least Tracy asks for permission to sketch. Yeah, her consensual first. sketching for once. That's good. good. Yeah. You're growing, Tracy. Okay. Uh, she just wants to say hi to Togepi, though. It's kind of funny. She just yeah, ignores Prima's the humans. Like, like weirdly antisocial, right? I think I think Prima is high out of her mind in this episode. <laughs> oh, so it's it's not just she's that she's fucking like... stoned. <laughs> so they keep trying to make it like seem like she's super calm, right? Like she's, she's philosophical. She's philosophical. She's at peace with the universe. You're just saying she's like. Medicaid. <laughs> she's just fucking zooted. <laughs> she she's got a a, a a doctor loose with the painkillers. <laughs> <laughs> I think she took a few edibles before she left the house today. Oh, uh, <laughs> that kind of fits. Yeah, because she mostly just like is like chilling with Pokemon and staring off into the distance, and then saying like stuff out of like a a, a Canadian I'm like wilderness water. novel. <laughs> yeah, I'm cold like ice. It's a whole when thing, the wind. So blows and the sun shines the earth is happy and they're like <laughs> the fuck um, are you talking about what <laughs> and ash yeah. is like fight me fight me now fight, fight me. me you bitch <laughs> ash that's rude <laughs> don't say that we don't, don't, we don't call people that it? what year is it ash so uh team rocket are spying uh james seems to recognize her it doesn't really go many places but whatever uh back to prima she's basking in the sunlight 
the wind she's is just speaking. dramatically ignoring them <laughs> listen yeah. the wind is speaking and ash exactly like we were saying it's just like i want a battle let's do it <laughs> It's like the wind can wait. I want a Pokemon battle now. <laughs> wind blows all the time. Battles only happen every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> but Prima just keeps talking about the ocean. The mm-hmm. waves, the water, the splashing. But Ash is just, just like, fight me, fight me, fight me. Fuck Who you, cares? Fuck Let's you. battle. Fuck Let's go. And Ash is like, you're afraid of me? Huh? You think you, 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 I, I can fucking take you? I can take you. I can take you I, right I now. I actually liked her sentence here. Feel the salt air on your face. The sea and the sky, one reflecting the other. Uh, but you're right. That is straight up like opioids coming through. Like, <laughs> I can hear colors. <laughs> I can taste sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I Ash. see dead people. <laughs> oh, wrong crossover. <laughs> I Ash thinks she's just afraid. <laughs> yeah, because uh, she'll lose if they fight. Um, so he runs off down the stairs and just challenges some random guy in the street. He's like, hey, you trainer? Training guy's like, so yeah. He's so pent up. He's like, you want to fight? Fine. If you want to fight, I'll fight anyone. I'll fight all of you. The guy's like, okay, fine. Let's fight. And he's, he's like, just you, a you random the rules. bro. Yeah. You pick the rules. And the guy's like, 2v2? And Ash is like, fuck yeah, sure, let's do it. Fucking and during this go. whole exchange, Pikachu and Bulbasaur are still just eating at the <laughs> restaurant. And they like don't care. They like haven't I punched at this. all. <laughs> yeah. I loved that. Tracy and Misty are like, okay, well, I guess we gotta go watch this. Tracy's like, Pikachu, Bulbasaur, are you guys coming? And they're like, no, we're we're eating. We're we're trying to enjoy (laughs) our lunch here. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So it'll be a 2v2. We're starting Squirtle versus Persian. Persian comes out. Its tail goes out straight. And Tracy's like, that means it's had a lot of battles. What the hell was that? Okay. Was that a thing? Okay, Tracy. I don't fucking know. Uh, I I have to look at freaking Pokedex entries now. (laughs) God damn it. You know what they say about Persians with straight tails? And we're like, Big feet. no. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm seeing nothing about straightened tails. Tracy's bullshit. Tracy's bullshit. He's just straight up making up shit there. Well, he's a watcher. That's what happens when you watch Pokemon, Graham. You make Pokemon. shit up. You yeah. hallucinate. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so Squirtle, Squirtle versus Persian. Squirtle goes for a water gun. Persian, Persian dodges it. Goes for a thunderbolt. Whoa. Where'd that come from? Squirtle goes for a withdraw. To uh, defend against it, and then skull bashes it. Persian's Persian out. Dies. Prima is intensely staring during this whole thing. Mm-hmm. She she is basically probably just watching her hands, though, <laughs> looking at her <laughs> hands. <laughs> is the room moving, or is it just me? Classic oh, Simpsons God. joke. <laughs> if they're called fingers, why don't they ever fing? Oh, there they go. <laughs> There one goes. I don't know that one. Oh, it's for the one where uh, Homer does medicinal marijuana. <laughs> Top episode. <laughs> so uh, this guy's next Pokemon in this fight is Tauros. Big bad Tauros goes for a tackle. Boom, Squirtle's out. And Ash is like, all right, you want to fight? I'll give you a fight. And he goes for Charizard because hmm. he can totally handle this thing now. And Misty reminds him, you can't handle him. <laughs> and she's like, I think I have enough experience as a trainer to handle anything now, right, Charizard? And Charizard just like looks back at him, fuck you, scorches him. We get Misty's beautiful, beautiful retort. Now you really look like Ash. Heyo, heyo. Good one. Tauros goes for a takedown, but uh, Flamethrower just roasts Tauros. Uh, and a great, excellent detective line from the, the other trainer. He goes, oh no. He beat me. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down as well. It's a Hamlet, Polonius. I am slain. <laughs> I love it. Never gets old. You killed me. <laughs> Good. 
from the CDI Zeldas. The <laughs> excuse me, princess. <laughs> <laughs> so the, this bro, this Toro's bro, though, does seem uh, to have Doesn't some wisdom. Doesn't give credit because because he's like you know never send a Pokemon to battle if you don't know how to handle it. Yeah, yeah. The Toros guy is like bombs, lamp oil. It's ours, my friend. As long as you have enough rubies. <laughs> Sorry, Link. I can't give credit. Stop coming back those when you're a little. Games. Mm, Nobody knows Richard. what you're talking about. <laughs> Nobody likes that crap. <laughs> How do you not know Morshoe? It's a classic. Well, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good line. <laughs> Did you know that somebody somebody took the two lines Morshu has and made like an 83 hour YouTube video of Morshu reading the Bible? Wow. <laughs> no AI. No AI. It's just all of his sound bites mushed oh, so together. It sounds horrible. So it's horrible. And it's <laughs> 83 incredible. hours. <laughs> wow. That's how long it's, it takes to read the Bible, eh? It's beautiful. Huh. Oh man. Anyway, so yeah, the guy's like, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta trade your fucking Pokemon, eh?" <laughs> Pizza pie. <laughs> Why do they always become New Yorkers? <laughs> oh no. So uh, yeah, Charizard's flying around trying to burn the whole city down. Uh, Ash isn't able to get in the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Prima steps in with Slowbro, and we get the first of like three times we see her uh, sending out a Pokemon animation, which is mm-hmm. incredibly complicated. Like it goes it's incredibly complicated, place. a little bit good, lewd, though. like usual. It's like Sailor Moon esque. She's like doing a transformation, but like just like booba everywhere. It's lewd because the boobs are there because they they drew them that way. But mm-hmm. the the rest of the animations actually, it's pretty good. I like it. And True. They they, True. Re- they got their money's worth by using it three times in one episode. <laughs> Yeah, how would you describe? She's doing like a ballerina spin around kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's big, and the, the camera goes like all over the place. Boom, boom, zoom in, zoom out, and then Pokeball go. Whoop de doo. Slowbro's here, and Tracy goes. How can a Slowbro beat a Charizard? Probably well, pretty Tracy, well. I think it's a water show type. Us. <laughs> uh, so she goes for a disable, which freezes Charizard in the air. Yeah, and it basically works down. like it does when uh, Psyduck uses it, where you, yeah, it's like a telekinesis basically yeah which is not how disable works in the game but just brings Charizard down to land with this uh, glowing blue telekinesis and then prima reminds ash now use use the pokeball <laughs> yeah you can put it in now <laughs> which That's... she scolds him charizard <laughs> needs training yeah you realize she doesn't ash you don't know what the fuck you're doing right and ash doesn't back down he he hit no, just... of course not He's seen irrefutable proof that he is being immature and brash and uh, over his stature. And he still is sassy back to Prima. He's like, I was top 16 in the Indigo <laughs> League. And Prima goes, you just don't get it, man. <laughs> you got to see the world through a different lens. You got you to uh, ima- like, Imagine if there were no countries, man. No imagine religion, we- too. <laughs> Imagine if we all spoke one language, and that language was love. And Esperanto. <laughs> and Spanish. I like Spanish a lot. <laughs> so uh, she invites them to her demonstration, and then we go straight to the demonstration. <laughs> this was the point where I was like, oh my god, they're doing this all the time. Because every time they like introduce Prima or something, they pan up her body, up her character model, yeah. and they go really fast until they hit the anime boobs. In which time, in which case, the pan slows down tremendously. They just pause, like, yeah. no. 
<laughs> it's a kid's show. It's so weird. Uh, okay. Oh, man. But uh, Team Rocket are here as snack vendors. That's yeah, fun. Yeah, love it. Like their outfits. And, and they they're thinking about stealing Prima's Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But she uh, destroys all the opponents that she has here. Yeah, it's basically just her beating people back to back. So Slowbro yeah. beats up a Machamp. And then uh, something beats up a fucking Like it's Kadabra. a Dugong against a Cubo. And then, and then a Cloyster beating up an Alakazam. Yeah, or was it? it freezes the Alakazam solid. It might be it a was, Kadabra. Uh, yeah. I think it was a Kadabra, but it said Alakazam. Ah, fooled me. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Anyway, so uh, it's it's after that. She invited them back to her house for some reason. Uh, Tracy and Misty <laughs> yeah, are totally fawning over the That was surprising, too. Yeah, like, that was These odd. random kids who were causing her trouble. <laughs> She's like, come back to my house and have tea. So now they're having tea <laughs> with Prima. And uh, Tracy and Misty are just complimenting her. Like, oh, my God, yeah. you're so amazing. And Ash is like, oh, I figured it out. More good detective moments. He's he's like, you're trying to use perverse psychology on me. Wait, he doesn't say perverse, does yes, he? Yes, he does. What? I didn't catch that. <laughs> so he means to say reverse psychology. Yeah. He messes it up, says perverse psychology. Yeah. This is a perverse episode in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Prima starts talking about everyone has their own battle style, man. I'm like water. I go with the flow, but become unforgivable as ice and then melt and flow on, dude. I actually think that's sick as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I go with the flow and then I and then I get frozen and cold and frigid and then I'm okay again. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, and you can see Blaine, you know, is like, ooh, scorching hot, ready yeah. to go. The most important strength is knowing where your true strength lies, man. And Ash is like, good, because I'm really strong. <laughs> <laughs> he still doesn't get it. Freeman's yeah. like, true strength lies inside. You you just got to share your heart with the Pokemon. And Ash is still fuming. He's like, fuck what you're saying. Fuck hearts. Fuck true strength. Let's battle. Wrong I want power, that battle. But, but what Prima's saying really speaks to Misty and Tracy. They're like, they're like snaps all around, you know? The oh, they get, they get they're, it. They're there for it. But Ash, Ash ain't taking any of it in. He's being just as, as cocky as he always is there. So he, she accepts his challenge, finally. They're going to do 1v1, and she's like, I won't go easy on you. But he's like, ah, I studied your battle style at the demonstration. I know exactly how to beat you. And he doesn't. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's Pikachu versus Cloyster in this fight. And he's like, I knew she'd use a water Pokemon. <laughs> Pikachu goes for Thunderbolt. Uh, Cloyster withdraws. Not a scratch on Cloyster. That's Even though it's a special works, move. Right? Thunderbolt's a special move. Withdraw only. It raises physical defense. I knew something was fishy here. Or should I say clammy? And so Pikachu goes for agility. In which Cloyster hits a reflect, which knocks Pikachu back. Also, not how not that also works. Also, not how it works. But it, nope. it was kind of like the. It actually looked more like the Mr. Mime barrier from previous yeah. episode. And so Pikachu goes for a thunder. Cloyster is damaged. Yeah, it looks but damaged. It's yeah. Heating up. It's using rage. And Prima's glasses started glinting around here, mm-hmm. which was uh, kind of a fun animation, actually. Oh, she's getting serious. Classic anime. Wishing. Yeah, very classic, yeah. So, yeah, it's using Rage. Uh, rage sucks. But here, it means that Cloyster glows red, and red means good. So, Rage in Gen 1 locks you into it. 
and you can't do anything else until your Pokemon faints or wins the battle. And uh, it's supposed to be, yeah, increase their damage a bit, or it's supposed to be kind of strong. I don't know. Every time you're hit, uh, your rage builds, causing your attack to increase. Hmm. But like you're locked into it and you can't make any other choices. So it's really bad. And there's this glitch with rage uh, where if you miss, you won't stop missing. Oh my god, that's yeah. horrible. <laughs> You're locked into missing forever. Yeah. Um I'm I'm just reading it on Bulbapedia because I, I forgot to look it up earlier. The uh the thing is that uh, in Gen 1, there's a glitch where uh any move, even if it has 100% accuracy, can miss if it because the 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 coding was like roll a number between from 0 oh, yeah. and 255. And if you roll uh less than 255, then it hits, and they forgot that equal sign in the less than or equals to. So if it rolls a 255, the move misses. So there's a 1 in 256 chance that any move in Gen 1 can miss, except for Swift, which just bypasses accuracy checks entirely. And so if uh, if Rage misses due to that, its accuracy becomes 4%, or 0.4%. Ah, there you go. So Interesting. Rage is weird. That is very and, weird. Yeah. It gets better in Gen 2 when you can actually like choose other moves, but... In, so, it, it, in the anime here, all it does seems to do is increase Cloyster's attack, like with like no downside. Yeah, as I mean, it's not how the game works. There you go. That ball well, this uses one. rage, quote unquote, and then uh, she calls for an Aurora Beam. Boom! Um, that's a move, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> and it's an ice it, attack or what? Yeah, it's just basically weaker ice beam. You're telling me the Aurora Borealis is uh, in its entirety is inside of this cloister. <laughs> Contained entirely within this cloister? Can I see it? No. <laughs> I hope everyone knows the steamed hams meme. <laughs> you better. So, uh, yeah, Aurora Beam hits Pikachu in the face and then takedown knocks Pikachu out. Prima has won and she gives it to him again. He has confidence in your skills, but you don't become a Pokemon master just by using your skills. Yeah, you forget who truly does the battling here. Who's actually, like, getting hurt here? Yeah, who's actually on the front lines? You're acting like a CEO who forgets to pay his workers. <laughs> forgets, in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she tells him he needs to experience defeat to actually grow as a trainer. I thought we covered this in the League episodes, but whatever. <laughs> I thought we've got over this trope already. <laughs> <laughs> and rely on the love of the people and Pokemon around him. He has to become closer to his Pokemon than ever before battling side by side with him, and he'll learn not only about his Pokemon, but himself. And Ash Battling is ready to side prove by himself. side was kind of interesting, because I'm like, I suddenly pictured Ash like having to punch the other, punching Gary while his Pokemon <laughs> battle. <laughs> Fucking clocks him. You so, must clock uh, Gary. <laughs> so yeah, Ash is ready to prove himself, but Team Rocket coming from above in the balloon. Uh, they're like, it's a good speech you gave there. Is your lecture available on CD? And uh, Prima's like, tape only, 1895. <laughs> 1895 for a tape? <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> An old technology? Yeah, and everyone falls over. Good, good, good gag. <laughs> good bit, good gag. Uh, so uh, prepare for trouble and defeat. Make a double miss elite. Those are your changes. And then, uh, and then the prepare typical to chance. fight. Mi miss right, elite yeah. was kind of a cool call out because... Yeah. I mean, it clearly is can out of the Elite Four. <laughs> they mm -hmm. keep missing that. So their original plan was to seal Prima's Pokemon, uh, but then they realized we can't beat her. She's way too strong. 
So we'll just mm-hmm. take Pikachu while he's injured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would like to take, you know, your magical Aurora Borealis Cloister, but that thing is jacked. <laughs> they're like, they're like, we could lose. And I mean, losing is a part of our whole career. Here. Losing's kind of our shtick. It's important. <laughs> <laughs> and so Ash is about to fight them. Prima's like, no, 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 no. I got this. I'll cool them down with Jinx. So Jinx comes out. And so the episode gets banned immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Jinx uses insensitive (laughs) depiction. (laughs) It's super effective. Yeah. Canceled. (laughs) Jinx gets canceled. Okay. So, uh, yeah, she calls for an ice beam. And so Jinx punches them with with ice punch. That was an error for the dub. (laughs) And James has the cold shoulder and everything else. Oh, yeah, freezes Team Rocket in a block of ice and uh, goes for Blizzard. And Team Rocket go blasting off again as the ice sparkles in the sky. And this is where I it really clicked with me How that Prima is. is high as fuck because she just looks up and she goes, the ice is nice. <laughs> that is what she says word for word. Yeah. Well, she's, my just, notes. she's just watching it twinkle. Yeah, I, I put that in quotes in my notes and then right next to it is Prima is high as hell. Because <laughs> she like, is. Bro, this is trippy. <laughs> so after all that's cleared out, Prima tells them that the uh, nearest gym is on Trovita, which you can get to on the other side of the island, and then across the bay. And so they are they're off to Trovita, where uh they all they're all gonna take some lessons away from Prima, in which I assume will be entirely forgotten by next episode. Absolutely. And they head off to Trevita Island, and that... If Ash is ever in trouble, he'll listen to the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Misty's gonna go with the flow, and uh, Tracy's gonna be a team with his Pokemon. Yeah, sure. And that is the episode. Better episode than the last one. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, so for Literary Hour, the trope I was thinking about was this this one where a character's like so fixated on continuing to fight that they kind of don't identify when they should stop, right? So, like, there are successes. They keep rolling. That goes to their head, and they they won't stop, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Warhammer 40K, uh, this is, like, <laughs> pulp sci-fi. Well, it's, like, a, a, a model um, tabletop game, but there's, like, a whole bunch of books about them to explain the lore. And it's basically the deal with, like, a lot of characters in that. But the space marines, that they're all just, like, berserkers. They fight too much. Their culture's about fighting. Dollar in the Jar and the Silmarillion by Tolkien. <laughs> uh, there's this badass elf named Feanor who is, yeah, winning a lot of battles, doing some great things, but he keeps fighting and in one great battle he like runs ahead and is like fighting people by himself. And the line is like, and there were Balrogs. He's like fighting Balrogs by himself. Like in the original Lord of the Rings, like one Balrog is like the Bane of Durin, like destroyer of the, the dwarven uh, mines in Moria. So, ooh, it's a big deal. And Feanor's, Feanor's fighting all these ball rocks that's some badass shit real life <laughs> let's go to history you love when i uh quote something from literature that's actually <laughs> real life napoleon and waterloo <laughs> this was ash's waterloo he had been sweeping <laughs> across europe france as an empire had seen might like it never had before when finally he meets his greatest downfall the battle of battle of waterloo uh and is i don't know what happens in napoleon he's like sent to an island right the island of helena or something excommunicated from France to live his days there. I know nothing about Napoleon. So, Well, there's a I'll new movie out it. right now. You could learn. I hear it's not particularly historically accurate. 
Oh, really? Are there there dragons? (laughs) And then Napoleon (laughs) rubbed the dragon into battle. (laughs) I love the part uh... where the Enterprise showed up. (laughs) (laughs) When Zeus came down from the mountains. Best part. Love that part of Waterloo. got a little weird, but I was into it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's rate this one. Category number one will be the repetition. How repetitive is this episode? Well, they use... uh, Prima's like repetition within the episode. They use Prima's animation. <laughs> yes, that's over true. Over. Uh, this um, is the millionth time Ash has been like, I can control Charizard, and Charizard does not. Yeah, allow yeah, that. totally, totally. And you even pointed out how we've had this lesson before. Yeah. <laughs> about- Dealing with defeat. Um, it's flipped a little bit, though, where it's like, instead of just hitting defeat, it's about like an overwhelming arrogance. But no, I mm-hmm. think you're right. It, it's repetitive in that sense. On the other side of things, on the originality side, this is like the first real time where we're getting the whole anime boob trope. <laughs> true, so. true. Prima's original character for now. Yeah. It's also nice when we see... Misty sort of being like tied into things, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. she's like impressed by this uh, character. Um, so it's it's a medium one. I I think the the biggest pro for this being repetitive is the reuse of the the morals mm-hmm. that we've, yeah. we've had time and time again. Um, I would be remiss to not do this on this episode. I'm giving it a six point nine. <laughs> okay, and then I'll give it an eight point zero zero eight five. <laughs> do you get it <laughs> yes i get it okay <laughs> that's so fun we're mature we're very, very mature, mature. <laughs> so that's a 7.45425 for repetition oh, wow. and now if i pull animation we're giving it the same rating <laughs> <laughs> it's uh misty's exasperation she's not exasperated she's not she's, particularly she's no. well okay she she does have some reactions though um you know, Ash, Ash are using Charizard again, right at the beginning. Yeah, Ash using Charizard. She's exasperated with Ash, actually. Yeah, in this. well, she Especially always is. Since, exactly, but that that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely towards the, the Charizard situation, you really look like Ash. Ash never shutting up about getting a fight in with Prima. She gets pretty annoyed with him on that. And, and she should be. Like, she's, yeah. she's meeting this important figure to her, and Ash is still just being, like, a self-centered nincompoop. Mm-hmm. But that being said, the, uh, I think those are good points, but uh, we've seen her way more exasperated. Yeah. She doesn't do her big head animation or fiery up or anything. Yeah. Um, It's still pretty decent. I'm gonna I'm going to say a flat six. Well, I'm going to give it a 4.20 for Prima being zooted. <laughs> That's a 5.1 <laughs> for Misty Exasperation. We which gives three this out episode. of four meme answers for the scores <laughs> this week. <laughs> Like we hit all the meme numbers <laughs> with uh, it's an average of six point two seven seven one two five for yeah, bad, the Mandarin pretty. Island mismatch. I'll be not honest, bad. when you were saying your um your your eight point zero zero eight five rating, I was more focused on the zero zero and that you were getting super specific. I didn't recognize what it actually was until I typed it out, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it's boobs. That's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but that is uh, what we got for you this week. That is. Those two episodes, for better or for worse. Yeah, the one's better and one's worse. What yeah. are we gonna What are we gonna review next week? Next week we have two more episodes. We're starting with episode one hundred and two. Wherefore art thou, Pokemon? Oh, or in Japanese, Nidoran's love story. Which I kind of remember this one. I remember this one being very cute. Followed That's by cool. episode one hundred three. 
get along, little Pokemon, or in Japanese, coil on the prairie, exclamation mark. This is interesting because on Bulbapedia, it's called get along, little Pokemon. On Pokemon.com, it's called get along, little Pokemon. Get along. So that's not that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but there you go. I think your attention to detail has skewed me in, in recognizing <laughs> what's interesting or not. Well, I'll be taking a look at that title card then for, yeah. for that episode. We'll also be taking cool. a look at that title card because these are two episodes with the word Pokemon in the name. So we're going to be looking for that accent, baby. Oh, it's coming back. Check yeah. it out on YouTube and TikTok. And that's a great segue. Whoa. Find us on the uh, YouTube channel, Hydra Leech. You can leave comments on the episodes there. Episodes come out every Monday. They are available anywhere fine podcasts are downloaded. You can also reach us at 2killdailybird at gmail.com. Intro and outro music is 80 Simple Wave by Alexi Action. Uh, oh, yeah. We've got a Twitter and we've got a TikTok. Um, the TikTok is Hydra Leeches. Twitter is To Kill a Deli Bird. Yay. It's our favorite thing, Twitter. We love Social Twitter. Social media. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter is the best. I'm it's... just disappointed at how hard it is to get people to see your tweets. I've had some right? funny ones, but oh. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever, social, man. Social media sucks. <laughs> Let's be yeah. real. It's 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 tough. It's, the worst. it's a grind. Anyway, that's But TikTok's uh, where all the action is. Yeah. yeah. I also hate TikTok. So. Yeah, but it's where but all I'm the cool kids are. But your prima lo- uses TikTok. Oh, well, we gotta be on TikTok now, huh? Yeah, exactly. Of course. Anyway, go do whatever you want to do. Anime boobs <laughs> or not. Bye. What was that like a weird call to action <laughs> i don't know i have no idea <laughs> go and doth do things or don't see ya <laughs> my, my okay, mind bye. is fried <laughs>